0: things are difficult Matthew 7 13-14 says enter by the narrow gate for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction and those who enter by it are many for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few If we are going to live as disciples of Jesus, we have to remember that all noble things are difficult. The Christian life is gloriously difficult. But the difficulty of it does not make us faint or cave in. It rouses us up to overcome. Do we appreciate the marvelous salvation of Jesus Christ? That we are our utmost for his highest? God saves men by his sovereign grace through the atonement of Jesus. He works in us to will and to do of his good pleasure. But we have to work out that salvation in practical living. If once we start on the basis of his redemption and do what he commands, we find that we can do it. If we fail, It is because we have not practiced. The crisis will reveal whether we have been practicing or not. If we obey the Spirit of God and practice in our physical life what God has put in us by his Spirit, then when the crisis comes, we shall find that our own nature as well as the grace of God will stand by us. Thank God he gives us difficult things to do. His salvation is a glad thing, but it is also a heroic, holy thing. It tests us for all we are worth. Jesus is bringing many sons unto glory, and God will not shield us from the requirements of a son. God's grace turns out men and women with a strong family likeness to Jesus Christ not milk soaps it takes a tremendous amount of discipline to live the noble life of a disciple of Jesus in actual things it is always necessary to make an effort emotional got me pretty fired up. I had this question, why and what is straight and narrow? I'm very glad that I'm reading the book, The Cost of Discipleship, right now because the book goes through that idea of straight and narrow versus wide and open. Wide and open, the road of many is cheap grace. Straight and narrow, the road of few, is costly grace. The book of James makes it clear that a person's work, person's works are important to his salvation. Cheap grace would have us believe that all we need to do is vocalize our faith, maybe a few times a year, and our salvation is assured. We are called to deny ourselves and take up our cross there's nothing cheap about that and in each individual's life of course it looks Mm -hmm. very different but at the same time it looks very similar it's extremely difficult and there's nothing easy about it denying myself has been extremely hard to repent and every day turn to Jesus and turn away from everything else is a struggle, but the spirit sees it through. And the short-term difficulties make the long-term a lot easier in a lot of ways. Because truth is, if I were to, for example, eat the diet I wanted to eat, have two donuts in the morning, three donuts in the afternoon, and five donuts at night, and then along with that consume another 1500 calories every single day and get a lot less activity than I do every single day I would gain a lot of weight I would put on the 30 pounds that I lost and then I would add on dozens of more pounds as well and life being a lot heavier having all this extra stress on my body filling my my organs with garbage would make life a lot harder. It's more difficult to do the things that are easy and suffer those consequences than it is to, in the short term, be disciplined, do the things that are hard, and maintain and, and progressively become more disciplined. It's a lot easier to, to live that disciplined life what I'm finding out. Of course, it requires radical change every day, denying myself every day, denying my own appetite, things I want to put in my mouth, but if I don't do it, I feel better. The whole idea of eating less food and feeding myself more spiritually still seems fairly backward, but at the same time, I perform much better, I feel much better, I am more, of a, I'm a more pleasant person and loving person when I rely on the spirit to get through the day, rather than food or other things that rust and, and waste away. So I could go on. I feel like I'm kind of rambling, and I really wanted to read through a an excerpt that uh, John O. Reed said in in uh, 2009. From a sermon he had, or an article he had, which was titled, Will Christ Find Faith? And it goes over this whole topic of the cost of faith, or what is being faithful. And and in, in it, he says, Just what is the faith that Jesus Christ is looking for? It is a faith far greater than we might imagine. It is faith, not just in individual truths or doctrines, but in an entire way of life, the righteous, holy way that God himself lives. God wants us to accept and follow the whole package of Christian living that he reveals in his word. Granted, it is very hard to do, We live in one of the most sinful, evil, corrupt, self-centered societies of all times, and our patience and conversion are being severely tested. The world wants us to come out of the narrow way that protects us, teaches us, and prepares us for our future. It is pushing and enticing us to accept the broad way that will push us down to failure and destruction. So whatever you may have going on today and you're looking for answers, a way to resolve it or a way out of it, just remember, as a Christian, it's not going to be the easiest way. It's going to be the way which requires you to deny yourself and do what you wouldn't do. And instead of turning to me or other people, turn to Jesus and what's in the Bible all the answers are in there ask the Holy Spirit how can it apply to my life I wanted to finish today with a line that Oswald uses towards the end or a couple sentences towards the end of the devotional he says thank God he does not or thank God he does give us difficult things to do his salvation is a glad thing but it is also a heroic holy thing it tests us for all we are worth. Jesus is bringing many sons unto glory, and God will not shield us from the requirements of a son. God's grace turns out men and women with a strong family likeness to Jesus Christ, not milk saps. And I didn't know what the word milk saps meant. I looked it up, and it means Weak or cowardly men and women. So God's raising us to be strong. A strong family, likeness to Jesus Christ. Not weak or cowardly people. And the more we dive into the word, the more we practice this stuff and make it a reality in our own lives, it doesn't sound so harsh anymore. It doesn't sound so difficult and like this mountain that's impossible to summit instead it becomes another thing to do all right i denied myself that thing i can deny myself this thing all right jesus let's see what's in store today how can i be more like you today it becomes something that is a loving back and forth rather than a grueling and dreadful back and forth dive in make it real do what it says, accept the spirit into your life, and make it a reality. This is what I want to teach my kids, this is what I'm going to be living for the rest of my life, God willing, and God bless.